Hey, what's going on? This is the Beanie Boy, aka Headphone Joe, and I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's going on, everybody? It's Brennan Tassif, and he has a passion for hip hop, folks. Passion and we're joined with our producer, L. Greg. What's going on, man? Hello there, gentlemen. It's good to be here. Thank you. Thank you for being here, sir. Uh, we got a jam-packed show for you today, folks. Uh, NBA trade deadline, fallouts, and what happened that day. I think it was Thursday, I'm pretty sure. Yes, sir. Uh, then we're going to discuss everything going on in South Beach and how they try to dig themselves out of a grave. And the picture of the West, because we finally got the timetable on LeBron, and I was wrong. I thought it was going to be two to three weeks. It's going to be four to six weeks. I think so I had gonna, that. Brennan, um, <laughs> teasing the show here. Uh, <laughs> after that, we're going to get into some NFL topics. Then we're going to get into the quick hits. Uh, we're going to skip NHL because we're doing a baseball preview with one of our favorite guests, uh, Tyler White, a.k.a. at Tyler Runes Radio from the After Disaster. So, Greg, take us to the kickoff. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. I almost said quick hits again. I'm so proud of myself. I saw you hesitate for a split second. <laughs> I was like, which is it? Brennan. Friend of the show. Friend of the friend show, of, Tyler White will show. be joining us. Friend of the show. Brennan. Sir. There were a lot of movers, a lot of shakers, a lot, lot of ups, stuff. a lot of downs. What interested you most about the deadline day? All right. So we had a, um, like Joe said, this was on Thursday. I believe the deadline was at three o'clock, four o'clock. Uh, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, it was um, crazy. So I, a couple things that shot out to me, stuck out to me, Miami uh, got rid of four players that they weren't really playing very much uh, for four players that are definitely going to be in the rotation. So I thought that was pretty good. Um, But overall, obviously my Orlando Magic had a fucking fire sale. (laughs) Uh, Some of those deals I think were really good. Some of them, I don't think they got everything they could for them. But um, do you just want to go through it? I mean, it was it was pretty crazy. All the between the trades and then the buyouts after the trades that uh, different teams picked up. I didn't know um, if you wanted to go. It was a lot wanna, of movement. You want to hit on a couple of the key ones before we break down which one we like? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, okay. uh, the Orlando Magic, like I said, got rid of their all star starting center, Vooch. Uh, they also got rid of Aaron Gordon, who's was the most one of the players that everyone for years now is saying he's going to get traded. He's probably going to get traded. He was finally traded. Uh, Oladipo from Houston. Everyone's been saying he's been trying to get to Miami. So yeah. really they only had one trade partner and that was Miami, which is why they barely, you know, uh, I don't, I don't, we'll get into that. It was when we a get steal. Into. It was a yeah. steal. Yeah. Especially because everyone knew robbery. he was going nowhere else. Cause he's always talked about playing in Miami or New York and he's been trying to get to Miami for four years. Um, I'm very interested. I know I said this before the mics went on, but I, I was very interested hoping Ken, uh, Kelly Olenek was going to go to Dallas so we could see a Hoosiers type situation there. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of teams got better, I think, but then there were some teams that stayed stagnant or got worse. Um, obviously the Orlando magic got worse. I think, um, I still Teams don't know how got, I feel about the Blazer trade. That's that's the night. Wow, it's where's the same person we said all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Portland made some moves and they got a. Uh, uh, they went uh, and got Norman Powell from the Raptors, but Raptors, yeah. but they it would be great if a team was called the Raptors. Um, but uh, they got rid of Rodney Hood and Gary Trent Jr., which 
I mean, those two guys combined kind of filled the stat sheet in similar ways as Norman Powell. So yeah, well, and Powell gives you a little bit better defense. He's a three and D guy, but I don't, I don't know if that's what they're going to need. They got shooters. They yeah, don't they got need shooters. More shooters. They got guard players. So. Um, yeah, one of the interesting trades. Uh, Clippers getting Rondo, giving up Lou Will, a.k.a. Mr. Six-Man, a.k.a. Lemon Pepper Will. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the Clippers need... I've been talking that the Clippers need a guard um, because they can't put everything on Kawhi's shoulders yep. uh, to initiate the offense and score and defend and rebound. So That's a good Rondo, call. I, didn't, I forgot about that, but yeah. That, and that's a yeah. big money contract that they picked up. Exactly. So getting Rondo, it's it's really going to we'll see if he's still the same guy he was in the playoffs last year for the Lakers. Um, But he's a year older and uh, we haven't seen a lot from him in Atlanta. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. Let's go through it. Let's do it. Give me your best deal. So best deal individually. The best deal is, uh, I think, the Orlando Magic. Uh, trading Vucevic to uh, the Chicago Bulls. They got two first-round picks. Um, it, uh, I just think Vuce has been in the league going on 10 years now. He's an older player. Uh, he did make the all-star years? team. Yeah, he did make the all-star team this year. Uh, look it up. Check it. Yeah. yeah I, I, Check I it. I believe um, he's made two all-star teams, by the way. Yeah, but uh, I, I just he's a player. He came in the league when he was a little older, too. So to uh, turn that into uh, two first-round picks, I thought was really good. I thought that was one of the best deals. Uh, but looking at it in like a grand scheme of things, again, I was really impressed with what uh, Miami did. Um, just to be able to turn four players that weren't even in the rotation, two of which were bench players that didn't even have any playing time, to four players that could actually play, uh, two of which in crunch time uh, in Oladipo. Um, I just I, I thought the deal I liked the most was what Orlando got for Vooch. Age right. being considered, uh, history being considered, the fact they're blowing it all up. So that was mine. How about you? My deal is on the flip side of the Orlando Magics, actually. I like the Celtics going out and grabbing Evan Fournier. Nobody's really talking about this deal. They traded two second-round picks and got a really good scorer who we've been saying that they lost more with giving up Gordon Hayward than they thought they would. And Evan Fournier himself has made more half as many threes as their current bench. So he's going to supply that three-point specialist that I've been talking about that they need. Um, kind of cement that uh, Duncan Robinson role, but he's even more athletic than Duncan Robinson because so he could give a lot off the bench. So that's my best deal. The Celtics going and grabbing somebody in a key spot. Okay. Yeah. I also wanted to say Wendell Carter Jr. was at one time the uh, most heavily uh, sought after player uh, going into college and everything. And I know he's had injuries and stuff, but he's still really young. That was the big key component with the Vooch trade uh, that I forgot to mention. But yeah, no, the getting, big key component are the two first round picks. Well, getting, but you know what I'm saying? Getting it's a the, young it's player. The, it's, that it's can, the two first round. It's and the it's, first yeah, the two first round two picks. First round. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Moving Wendell. On. Sorry, Mr. S- Sorry, Wendell Senior, but it's nah, the two first round that's picks. Fucked up. <laughs> All what right, did give you me think the worst. Was the worst? Deal. All give right. Me the worst um, deal. Okay. So, sheesh. The worst deal. Um, to be honest with you, I know we talked about this a little bit before. 
I think the worst deal was again. I'm biased to the magic, but I think the worst deal oh, was Jesus. the Eric Gordon trade, man. Worst <laughs> for whom? You got to say I, who it's bad for. I'm sorry. This was a horrible trade for the Magic. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Denver made Denver's gonna do well oh, because highway robbery for Denver, buddy. <laughs> yeah, because Denver's gonna do really well because with a player like the Joker, and then they got Jamal Murray, and then um, they're they're gonna open up so many things for Michael Aaron Porter. Gordon. Yeah, and so it's just gonna. But all they got back was uh, Gary Harris and RJ Hampton and then a protected first round pick in 2025. Like they got nothing bad. I mean, RJ Hampton could probably be pretty good because he's okay, a rookie. I was say, but come on. You just, you just gave me Wendell Carter. Hey, RJ no, Hampton could be good. <laughs> RJ Hampton is, is probably going to be a, a good player, but I just think because Aaron Gordon has been talked about so much as being traded and we know he's going to get traded and he's going to, he's like going to be a huge <laughs> asset for some team, blah, 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 blah. But then to just get like that haul form, I was just kind of like, uh, I didn't think that worked out very well for the Magic. That's- well, I, I'd say the issue with that for you guys is you still had another year of him. He's still on the contract for this year yeah. and next year. Um, so you didn't have to really – there was no rush to get him out of there. And I feel like you, if you waited a while, you could have got more. But I'm happy for my Nuggets to – you know, make that deal and snatch a very needed body. Yeah, and that, Jeremy Grant last year. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. What so was you? What did you think was the worst? Worst deal is a trade deadline day veteran. Uh, I'm talking about one George Hill going to the 76ers. Now George Hill, every okay. year around this time, is just waiting at baggage claim to figure out where he's getting traded to because he's always the last piece that a team is looking for for that playoff push. A couple years ago, it was the Bucks traded for George Hill. Uh, this year, it's the 76ers. The 76ers, I feel like, coveted some of their younger players too much. Uh, they should have made the deal for Lowry. How do you not go and get Kyle Lowry, a proven uh, veteran point guard who will be in your starting rotation? George Hill is going to be coming off the bench. Um, I, I'm just mad that they didn't make the move that they needed to do. George Hill is not going to take them over the edge. Um, he's a good rotational guy, but he's not a guy that's going to take your team to the next level. So that's the worst deal. The Sixers, I felt, should have done more to get better. They've done more to stay the same. Yeah. Well, and that's, it's funny you bring that up because that actually folds very nicely into my, the next one. Yes. What is the deal that you do not like? I did. I just plain didn't like that Kyle Lowry stayed with the Toronto Raptors. There's a couple of teams that he could have really benefited. A couple of teams I think should have made, pulled the trigger, made some sort of offer to get him. Um, The 76ers being probably number one on that list. Yep. Um, there's a couple other teams in the West as well. Uh, you think about it. I, I mean, I know the Clippers got Rondo, but I think Kyle Lowry would have been really good on that team. I think it's hard. Great on that team too, especially him and Kawhi played together for that championship. Yeah, as well. So I understand it's thirty million dollars that you have to clear, and if you are a contender, thirty million dollars in salaries normally equals out to maybe one or two players you don't want to get rid of because you are a contender. So I get why he wasn't traded, but that's I just plain didn't like that. The fact that he is still he. Did you see him the day before? Yeah, after gave the a game, sign. Yeah, he was crying. Yeah. It was real emotional with his the teammates and stuff. He thought for sure he was out of there, and so did yeah. I. Yeah. Um. 
But I, I, I don't know. I think I don't know. I'm I'm mad that he's gonna leave and not have a like a real goodbye with the fans because they're playing in Tampa. They're not in Toronto. Yeah. Um. So he and he won't even get a chance to do it next year. So it kind of sucks uh, for a guy who really is the face of that franchise uh, there through the ups and down, through the playoff struggles, and then the playoff high. Um, so, yeah, he, he does, he's going to get better. Um, they're obviously going to do something for him next year, whether he moves or not, I believe he's a free agent. So, But the deal I did not play in like was one, Joseph James Reddick. I don't know if that's his name. Uh, <laughs> getting traded to the Mavericks. Um, the Pelicans, a young team. Uh, their best player is Zion. Zion is a in-the-paint guy. Brandon Ingram, a slasher. He can shoot a bit. They need a spot-up shooter on that team. I don't know why they just refuse to play J.J. Redick in that role and give him the spacing needed. Um to create from the three-point line. Uh, I love Stan, but I feel like this is... You love Stan. I'm a big fan of Stan, Van. (laughs) I'm a Stan for Stan, Van. Um, (laughs) uh, But I'm I'm befuddled that he wasn't able to make space for JJ uh, to be that three-point sniper on that team. I don't know if it's JJ's falling off a cliff. I mean, he wasn't performing, but he also wasn't getting the minutes. Um, But I feel like they could have done something to make him fit. I feel like they just never tried to make him fit. So yeah, that's weird too, because they confused to me. They have a relationship. I mean, JJ goes back with Stan from way back to Orlando. Yeah. That, and that was a while ago too. So I, I I agree with you. Um, I know because we were just doing individual ones. So it's, it's kind of hard to, kind of sift through everything and just pick. But I, I do agree with you because you think you give him that veteran leadership a little of some more minutes and just get the space, the spacing alone. Yeah. Seems like it would be so drive and kick it out. Ingram would drive and kick it out. And JJ's right there in the corner for a three. Like, do you how find, do you, how does he not have four threes a game? Do you find it as hilarious as I do that? Brandon Ingram is like, nah, man, this is my team. <laughs> It's very funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> when they, when drawn up plays and timeouts, if you watch his body language, he's like, no, 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 this is my <laughs> ball. I'm bringing it up. I'm like, get the ball yeah. to Zion, man. Zion is, Zion is on a tear. Uh, I, I need to apologize about that all-star stuff, even though he did not perform in the all-star game. Uh, the last two games, I believe he had 35 and 39. He is, he is quietly having a great season, but his team just sucks. So yeah, I think that's why. I think that's why I wasn't aware Uh but yes, Brennan, speaking of things that people aren't aware about, the Miami Heat are quietly having a, quite the slump. They've lost their last six games, two yeah. of which were to the ailing Indiana Pacers who are nipping at their heels, Brennan. Uh, you are our resident Heat fan. Um, what I? do you ha- You are? <laughs> what do you have to say for your Miami Heat? I okay. So after this, uh, the trade deadline deals and everything like that, I feel like um, the Heat are going to get it together. Hero has been up and down to, to like to say up and down is to put it mildly. Duncan Mild. Robinson hasn't been playing well, uh, hasn't mm. been shooting well. Um, they'll get it though. Uh, They're like they in the j- bottom three and threes this year. I know, and uh, they have Jimmy buckets, so he'll motivate. He I mean, he's shoot. not a. He's yeah. I was gonna say he's not a shooter, but he'll definitely motivate them. I think. Give them when we come back here next week. I want to see where they're at because uh, I think if the, we give them a little bit of time, let this whole thing gel with the new players that are in there. 
Um, Oladipo's got something to prove too, because that that quad injury that he suffered is an interesting situation because it's he was he's so young when he when yeah. that happened and it's like oh so is that it like his career is just over and he was playing really well for Indiana at the beginning of this season then got traded um, kind of fell off a cliff but Houston's guard. Uh, tire fire nobody wants to play there so i think this is going to rejuvenate him i think jimmy butler is going to get them on track and you know this as well as anybody but shooters shoot man like this slump isn't going to last forever for robinson and hero they'll they'll come out of it they're going to be all right i want to see where we're at next week i think with this trade it's going to fire them up eric spolster is one of the best coaches in the nba they're going to be fine um the thing i will say about the old Debo injury is it, it's interesting how he was handled all year, I have him on my fantasy team. Disclosure. Okay. Um, it's interesting how he was handled in both Indiana and Houston. He'd play like two, three games, play well, have a bad game, and then be out for like three days, three yeah, games then they'd in a row. Him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, is he? It, the this deal hinges on can he get back to peak physical condition? Can he get back to being that perimeter dog as a defender? Can he get back to driving to the basket? His drives to the basket have fallen off yeah. um, since suffering the injuries. Uh, some of these guys, I heard uh, actually uh, since KD had his Jones fracture, like in when he was still in OKC, his percentage of driving to the basket fell off like 60%. Some of these guys get injuries and they 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 disguise their games and they don't have that same explosion to the basket that they once had. So well, it's not even it's not even they don't have it. Sometimes they're it's a mental they're thing. Yeah, they're yeah. timid. You yeah. you just don't I mean, Dwayne Wade was one of probably the most elite exceptions to this, but he was out there playing in fucking scuba gear. Like he, <laughs> he had pads on everything, but he, I mean, and he still played at a very high level with going to the basket. But yeah. we, I mean, we saw with uh, going to the basket, but he also changed. He didn't, he, he was less finishing at the basket. Yeah, absolutely. He started uh, diversifying his game with that drive, stop on a dime, pump fake 10 times, get you off your feet and yeah, then yeah. go up, get fouled. You're going to so, go for it. One of these, one of these, one of these, one of these eight in this 24 second window, you're going to jump. <laughs> I think, I think Oladipo is going to be all right. I, I cannot believe with the way, in the words of Ricky Bobby, with his high level income in modern medicine, I cannot believe <laughs> that that quad injury is going to it was is going to get him this off track because he was well, playing real well at the beginning of the season. That's one of the things um, that also benefits him going to Miami. Apparently, the guy that did his surgery and his trainer are in Miami. So Oladipo is Miami 305 <laughs> for life. He'll he's been that, trying to get there for three years. Do you know how he, he do you know why he's been trying to get there? I'm assuming. No, I'm not going to say what I'm assuming. Go oh, ahead. Okay. Uh, Dwayne Wade is the answer to that. Um, oh. Dwayne Wade is the best agent for the Miami Heat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. Because uh, he has a tie to Jimmy Butler because they both played for Tom Crean, and he has a tie for Oladipo because they both played for Tom Crean. Have you heard so. the stories, though, with um, like how they recruit and he played players and stuff? Who the Heat? Yeah, with Pat Riley and stuff. Oh, just putting down his rings. He'll put down his ring. But I okay, this is a little aside. I heard Chris Bosch uh and he was doing an interview one time real quick. He uh said that like he put down it like he came to Pat Riley's house and went up mm. to his office and he had all his rings splayed out. Then after that they got on a speedboat and like we're just flying <laughs> down like Miami shoreline and stuff. And I was like, this dude is like the best recruiter ever. Oh, he's great. Um 
Okay, I have two. Okay, okay, we're gonna stick my teeth into this one. I have two funny uh, Pat Riley recruiting story. One, both go bad for Pat Riley actually. So the first one is Gordon Hayward goes in uh, when he was a free agent before he got signed by the Celtics, and Pat Riley does all the Pat Riley things, and then but Gordon Hayward's too young, so he doesn't know Pat Riley the coach. Yeah. So it didn't work. God. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, man, that's real cool." <laughs> yeah, I like those rings from the '80s. The other one was um. So after LeBron, after the season where they lose to the Spurs, he's in Vegas watching the World Cup. Him and his boys in a hotel room. Pat and Mick. I think it's. I don't think it was Pat and Mickey. Pat and one other uh, executive fly out to Vegas. They're gonna have this whole display, champagne ordered to the room while they have their meeting. They get to the room. <clears throat> LeBron never takes his eyes off the TV. He's watching the World Cup. The guy with the champagne coming, Pat Riley's like, don't even come. Wow. <laughs> he was like, I can see the writing on the wall. <laughs> yeah, damn. That's crazy. Yeah, so it was like, eh, this is dead. But well, Speaking of LeBron James. Speaking of one LeBron James. Uh, LeBron is out, like I said, for four to six weeks, Brennan. So <sighs> this is going to impact the Western Conference immensely. The Heat are currently in the fourth seed. How far do you think they're going to drop? And where do you think they will be when LeBron gets back? Okay, so... <clears throat> As far as the West is concerned, I think the Lakers are going to drop uh, probably significantly. I'm thinking maybe down to like the six or the seven seed. I don't think they're going to be out of the playoff race entirely, but they built that whole team around LeBron and AD like we've talked about before. Um, and now that they're both out, I they're going to drop. You called this last week. I believe I had him being out a little longer than you did. You did. Um, but uh, Denver's going to move up. Portland's going to move up. The Clippers are going to move up. And the Jazz and the Phoenix Suns are going to stay where they're at. I think Denver, with some of their moves, is going to make a, a big play to be in the top three seeds. Um, and I think, I don't know if the Utah Jazz, they might have gotten hot a little too early. Oh, but, uh, he's doing this again. <clears throat> you, you say the Jazz get hot early, but you don't. You won't say the Sixers got hot early. No, the Sixers are strong. <laughs> like, boom. Um, no, I think the I think the Lakers are going to fall. I don't think it's going to be a significant like, oh, my God, what happened? They're not even going to make the playoffs or they're fighting for their playoff lives. Mm. But I do think they're going to fall out of the seating. And I think that might be bad for them long term in the playoff picture because they end up having to play. Like, I think Denver can really match up with them. Mm. Um, so they have to be concerned with that. Uh, what, where are you at? I actually have them far falling further than you, Brennan. I think they okay. can find themselves in the eighth seed. I went and looked at their upcoming games. You they don't have go, them out of the playoffs, though, do you? No, 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 no. Because there's the playing okay. situation with nine and yeah. ten and okay. all that. So I looked at the next like ten games uh, over this four week duration. They can go three and seven. They can really fall off a cliff, and I could see a lot of these other teams. I don't know who's just dropped something. Greg looks confused. Um, I can see a lot of teams uh, leapfrogging them, um, but I actually think being the AC would kind of be advantageous for them, Brennan. That's where we disagree because okay. if they're the AC, they get Utah one. Utah don't want those problems. Oh, no, yeah. Really. I, I think if it's Utah, but th you have to take into account there's going to be more shifting. I don't think Utah's going to stay at the one seed. Phoenix don't want those problems. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I I think the the only is, team is that could handle those problems is the Clippers. Say Clippers get to one, but I don't see the Clippers 
Okay, I can't so see the Clippers jumping. Because in my scenario, one. I have them falling to like six or seven, and then playing Denver at the three seed. Mm. I got them dropping to eight, and I got them playing Jazz eight one Jazz. Okay, or two seven. God, Phoenix. that would be that would be nuts. Eight one Jazz, <laughs> exactly. and then fucking AD and LeBron you don't come back. Want those like, problems. <laughs> like oh, we man. fought all year for this. This is our yeah, reward. This is that. This is why we had the dude. They'll tank so fast if it starts to look like that. They will drop yeah. out of that. They'll be one like Phoenix. Like you want this Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Devin oh, Booker, man. right? Make him the MVP. Just go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, let's do all it, right, Brendan. That is enough for the NBA. Now let's get to dun, some dun, big trades. We can get sued for that. Uh, the Dolphins are movers and shakers, Brennan. The Dolphins had the number three pick that belonged to the Houston Texans for the Larry Tunsil trade. They ended up trading that with the San Francisco 49ers to go from three to 12, but the dolphins weren't done. And along with that, they got two other first round picks, but they weren't done. They went from 12 up to six swapping picks with the Eagles. So Brennan, what are your outlooks for the Niners, the Eagles and the dolphins with this trade? Okay. So lots of movement going on. We are talking about the NFL. Now, if you are not keeping up at home, um, Yeah, if I want to know those team names. Uh, I pray for you. <laughs> so this was an interesting trade. So Laramie Tunsil and the gas mask bong incident <laughs> has now netted the Dolphins four first round picks and a third round pick. Four first um, round picks. Actually, he posted a picture. It's like four first two two seconds and a third. Yeah, it's insane. So the, 40, the 49ers, it seems clear, are trying to get a quarterback, the Jimmy G. Um, you don't great, say. The great Jimmy G, and we're going to get into that a little bit later. The with handsome the, Jimmy G. Yeah, the, the, uh, the great Jimmy G might Jimmy not G. be uh, what they expected. So they're obviously the moving up to get a quarterback. I think it's perfectly fine to get rid of first round picks in the future. If you, you don't have a future, if you don't have a quarterback, I completely agree with that. Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing. Um, so I think they're going to be all right. I think they're going to take the, for the number three pick, like we said, they're going to take a quarterback, which we'll get into a little bit later. Um, the Eagles acquiring as many, uh, picks as they can moving back. Um, obviously they have a lot of holes to fill. You know, this as an Eagles fan. So I think yes. they, they did really well. But the Dolphins fucking cleaned up everybody. Like they're, it's amazing what <laughs> Brian Flores and that team is doing down there. Um, and Chris Greer, shout out to the yeah, homie. shout out, yeah, Chris big Greer, homie. <laughs> big homie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Dolphins made out like bandits to 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 fucking move back and move back up. Get rid of Wild. your starting left tackle and Larry Tuss was a very good player. I. But when you look at it on paper, not he, all this. Yeah. <laughs> He's not all this. This is insane. <laughs> Huge shout to Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Dude, this is nuts. Like, like I said, he's a good player. He they're treating him like he's the best on paper. What it looks like is he's the greatest left tackle to ever play football. Yeah, the assets uh, that have they've received for that tr- that pick that, that trade with the Houston Texans. Yes, it it is shaking out that way. Yeah, so Dolphins by far crushed this, and I'm very excited. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are Dolphins fans. Um, I'm really excited to see how this turns out because I I fully believe this, and you've heard me talk about this before. Same thing with the Jets. Same thing it. with the Dolphins. Didn't have the ring of the Jets. <laughs> what? 
Didn't have to bring up the Jets. <laughs> well, I'm saying if you feel I know, like I know, I know. if you feel like you have your quarterback, even if you are not, well, the Jets don't feel that way. But I'm saying if you do, the the amount of you play poorly. Like, look at the Bengals. They have their quarterback. They can trade down. They probably won't because they need to get Sewell, the the left tackle. But like the <laughs> amount of assets you can gain just from having a top five pick is astounding. And yeah. like. That's why I'm so adamant that the Jets should. I think Darnold's a good. Brennan, save it for later. Okay, Jesus I'm sorry. Christ. Let's let's Get keep going. Here, let's so. keep going. I'm sorry. Let's, <laughs> All let's right. So sh- I think. I, I, let me just answer these really fast. Oh yeah, I cut the <laughs> You took them all the time. Uh, sucking the air oxygen out of the room, there, buddy. Uh, the 49ers are obviously making a key play to uh, go get a quarterback. Uh, they signed Alex Mack. They signed Trent Williams. Um, they want. Obviously, they need somebody to protect whoever they're going to get. Either that or they're going to make a insane play for Jamar Chase or something or Kyle Pitts, which would be insane. I, I, I can't nine, see yeah. that happening. Um, I can see them going after a receiver. I can't see them going after Pitts. Um, the Eagles, I, I just figure it out. Just, just figure it out. Um, it's too close to you. You're too close to that. I'm one. too close to the situation. <laughs> Just figure it out. Obviously, they're not going to go to quarterback. Six would have been a great position to get a Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase or Waddle or any of those receivers. Dropping back to 12. Now, I don't know what the move is. Are we going to go defense? I don't think we should. I think we should probably get a replacement for the offensive line because the offensive line, offensive line has been depleted the last two, three years. Um but yeah, the Dolphins again making out like bandits. Uh, the the play they're doing with all these picks, moving them around, and everything. It, they flipped Minka Fitzpatrick for two first round picks, Laramie Tunsil for all these picks, like we already illustrated. Um, they're going to be in a great position to just have a bunch of young, cheap talent around their young, cheap quarterback, yep. and have a at least a good five years of taking hacks at the bills and the Patriots, depending on what they end up doing now, Brennan. Yes. I don't know if you saw it, but the Ravens finally signed a receiver. <laughs> Did you see who it was? No, I missed this. Who did they get? They signed none other. No, they signed none other than Sammy. Maybe I'll play. Maybe I won't. Watkins. I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> uh, do you think this is no. enough? <laughs> no. Let me jump you right there. No. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I hate to bury the lead. It's very Mike Wilbon sort of right before they go to break. No. Um, they need. <laughs> I can't help but keep saying no. They need so much more talent. Um. Lamar Jackson can't do it all by himself. We saw that. We've seen it the last couple of years. He's a very good quarterback, a great quarterback. I'd put him in the top five, maybe seven. Um, he needs top help, ten. though. He needs he needs more help. Sammy Watkins, you said it best, man. Sometimes I'm here. Sometimes I'm not. Maybe I'll Jesus play. Maybe I won't. Dude could get hurt playing chess, man. Like, shout out. Get hurt walking to the car. Shout out watching the Queen's Gambit. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, they need to make more moves. They need to make a play. More chess moves. More chess moves, as it were. Maybe, a, maybe a uh, a Queen's Sicilian. Gambit. Maybe an open Sicilian. I, I didn't watch this. Um, no, but uh, they, they're in a bad spot. They, they're, they're good enough. 
They're they're playing well enough to where they've they don't have draft picks to go out and get somebody worth note. They didn't make a lot of moves um, other than the Sammy Watkins play. Uh, they 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 need some they need some help. They yeah, need to get lucky on a few late round draft picks. That's what I'm gonna say. Apparently, they tried to get Juju Smith-Schuster, but he also the Chiefs tried to get Juju Smith-Schuster, but. He took less to play with a quarterback who no longer has an arm. Um, so that's confounding. He's, he's playing the long. It's, that's the long game, though. You know what he's doing. He's, he's playing the, the TikTok game. Um, that's the short game. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Um, you understand me now. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think this is dereliction of duty by the Ravens. Um, all but I've you been don't see it all year. All, what you said? You don't see that front office make mistakes like this, but I know Ozzy's yeah. out now. But Ozzy's out, but he's still a part of the team. The new guy, he has more has to be done to get better receiving talent. Willie Sneed can't be the only person Brennan wants on the Jags. All right, <laughs> that is a bad situation. Um, speaking of bad situation for the Jags, Brennan, I don't even want to talk about this topic. <laughs> Playoff Lenny is returning to Tampa Bay. We talked about it. this. I just I know. To sit here to troll you. <laughs> I looked it up. Like, is he coming back to the Jags? Because you just put <laughs> Burnett is back. Um, yeah, we said it last week or two weeks ago. Bucks making plays to resign people. Le- Leonard Fournette is a good running back. Um, oh, one year deal. you can admit it now. I mean, yeah, he wasn't good for our situation because he's uh, selfish. Oh, you um, mean your coaching staff was horrible and put him in bad situations? I don't. We're not going to get into on this. Blake Bortles. <laughs> we're not going to get into this. But I think Leonard Fournette on a one-year deal is fine. Um, they didn't pay him an exorbitant amount of money. What was it like four million or something like that? Yeah, I think some it's, real small. Yeah, I think he it's is a fun, also playing the long game. Yeah, but and I mean he played really well for them last year. Playoff Lenny. I mean it was funny because when he, he first got there, he was a healthy scratch. Yeah. On one of the games. On many uh, games. One yeah. of the games late into the season, honestly. And Jones is a good running back. Like, he's the starter. But that you need you need someone who can come in there and give the starter uh, a blow, as we say, uh, rest them. And he played well in the playoffs. I mean, he got the fucking nickname Playoff Lenny. Goddamn, where was... <sighs> I mean, he did it for you once. And then you I know he did. Resigned Blake Bortles because of it. Anyway, Greg, <laughs> take us to the quick hits. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Don't do that. Don't do that. I almost forgot. Brennan, you had a question. Uh, yeah, question kind of uh, concern. Just wanted to throw this out there. With the NFL draft coming up, um, we're gonna, I'm going to do a lot more about the draft. But I thought it was interesting. After the moves that San Francisco made and everything going on, a lot of mock drafts have the first four players off the board, all quarterbacks. Really? Uh, yeah. Four, uh, Trey Lance going to the Falcons? No, actually. Fun fact. According to Do they a couple have of the mock drafts, going to the Falcons, they have um, Fields going to the Falcons. So Fields, wow. there's this weird thing happening now, and it happens um, every couple of years. Uh, it happened to Matt Barkley. It happened to Matt Leinart. It happened to um, Mason Christian Rudolph. Ponder. Some of those guys, Christian Ponder. Yeah, so we see it all the time. EJ Manuel. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost <laughs> forgot about that. Speaking of Christian Ponder, EJ Manuel. Um, yeah. But. Where a couple of quarterbacks, quarterbacks go, and then people are like, Oh, I need a quarterback. Well, no, not only that, but they're projected high, then they go into their final season, whatever it is, and then all of a sudden, after that season, they drop dramatically. They still go in the first round, Dramatic. 
But some people have Fields grading out as like a fourth round quarterback, which is bananas. So just real quick, I wanted to bring this up. So right now, and like I said, we'll talk more about the draft, but right now they've got Trevor Lawrence at one, obviously going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson from BYU going to the Jets at two, which I think the Jets should build around Darnold, but that's another day. Then they have Trey Lance going to San Francisco 49er. He's designed for that Shanahan offense, so that makes sense. But then they have the Falcons, I would say, reaching for Justin Fields. I mean, they restructured with Matt Ryan and everything. He's got a few years left. He played at a, I mean, they were in a lot of those games last year. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. I wanted to get your thoughts on the first four picks all being quarterbacks because that's going to be bananas for be nuts. later teams that now need tackles. This is a huge tackle class, huge wide receiver class, huge and a receiver huge corner, class, yeah. corner class. So what do you think? Um, okay. I had one opinion when I thought the Falcon, when I thought it was going to be the Falcons mocked with Trey Lance, but the Falcons mocked with Justin Fields. I actually like that. Um, Cause he's still a little rough around the edges. They got an offensive minded head coach now. Put him on the ice for a year. Put him on the ice well, for two years. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, him. Um, so the biggest thing against Fields is they're saying he can't process the field quickly enough, but that's because the Ohio State offense is meant for first, second read only. Yeah, and that's why you bench him, let him develop, yeah. and then once you're, once Matt Ryan has a movable contract and they get some of that guaranteed money where it's not dead cap, you make the switch. Yeah. Okay. Actually, um, it'll be crazy just to see four quarterbacks go bang, 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 bang. But um, I think was that the year Mayfield was it Mayfield? I don't know who the second pick was, but then I think it was Donald, then Josh Allen. Uh, if I have that correct, so, yeah. And then I think uh, Lamar ended up going thirty second. So there was four quarterbacks in the first round. Or was Rosen in that draft as well? Yeah, um, I got it right here. So Baker Mayfield <laughs> went first. Sam Darnold went third. Josh Allen, Allen went seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen. Josh Rosen ten. Jo- yeah, chosen Rosen went ten. So we had one, two, three, four quarterbacks in the top ten, but we didn't have four. Who was the four. second overall pick that year, though? Was it Bosa? One of the Bosas? No, Saquon. Oh, okay. God, Denzel Ward. Is he even in the league anymore? Denzel Ward. Uh, he was the fourth pick taken. Right, let's not get let's not get dis- distracted. All right, sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. But yeah, we had All four right. there were four picks in the top ten that year. Okay. All right. All right. Should we take a Greg's making a good point? If Tyler's here on time, I should probably yeah, let's, you want quick to hits. Let's do it. All right. Uh, yeah, let's just vamp. Let's vamp and see if he gets here on time. Because he hasn't. Last time he would constantly tell me he was going to be later and later. So he hasn't done that yet. So, uh, anybody in the chat, do you have any questions you want Ty Ty to answer while we're here? How are you guys doing tonight? We have five uh, minutes. You don't think we can knock out these quick hits in five minutes? Five minutes? You you think we got it? I, they're quick hits. Let's go. Let's do it. You can wait three minutes. All right, Greg, hit it. And you'll be surprised how quick. Hit. Quick, Mayman hits. Quick hit. Brennan, update yeah. us on the men's tournament. All right, NCAA Who's going to the Elite Eight. We're going, we're going quick hits, baby. We're going quick hits. Right now, Elite Eight. We've got Michigan going against underdog UCLA. UCLA had a surprise. Oh, Michigan before the state? 
Yeah, Michigan beat Michigan trounced Florida oh, State, wow. and then UCLA actually beat up pretty good on Alabama after I it went into that. overtime. That was actually a pretty close game. Right now, with seven minutes left, uh, USC is up on Oregon by fifteen points. Really? They will be playing against Gonzaga, the number one seed overall. Um, Oral Roberts lost in a stunner to Arkansas, so now Arkansas moves forward to play against number one Baylor, number two overall as far as the seeding. And your final game in the Elite Eight will be Oregon State. Versus Houston, Oregon State killed the Cinderella story that was Loyola of Chicago. (laughs) Even though uh, uh, Loyola was uh, a higher seed than Oregon State, you know, it's an it's an underdog story. It's a Cinderella story because it's an unknown school from a really small part of the country, which is Chicago, Illinois. That was Chicago is a small part of the country. I think I think with the uh, Oregon State win. This season has had the most uh, upsets ever. I believe it. That sounds about right. Um, also, one quick question. Do you want Gonzaga to win? Uh, yes, I think it'd be really cool for the undefeated <laughs> I don't season. want them to win. Okay, moving on to the women's <laughs> So, in the women's bracket, Stanford beat Missouri State. They will pay Louisville, who beat Oregon. South Carolina, my Gamecocks, beat Georgia Tech, and they will face off with the upset Alert, uh, Maryland, number two, Maryland lost to Texas uh, by three points at the end. Maryland, who was averaging like 90 points in the goddamn tournament, uh, go down in a very close defeat. UConn, believe it or not, folks, they beat Iowa uh, to, and they're going to play Baylor. That's going to be a big matchup, one-two matchup in the Riverwalk division. NC State was upset. The first one seed, the only one seed to go down. Uh, they lost to Indiana in Indiana, we'll be playing Arizona, who beat Texas A&M and Jordan Nixon uh, in their Cinderella ride. Even though they're the number two seed, they had a bunch of close games, uh, but they couldn't pull this one out. So, again, it's going to be Stanford, Louisville, Connecticut, Connecticut, UConn, Baylor. I think it is Connecticut. I always question myself. Yeah, um, it is. Iowa, Arizona, and South Carolina versus Texas. Boom. That quick hits. Quick hits. Greg. I informed you of this. Oscar De La Hoya is getting back in the ring. He, Do you have any thoughts? He, it seems foolish because he doesn't need to do it. It's not like he needs money. He's got a huge uh, promotion company. He's putting on fights no, himself. you're going to say dick. He, he might. He's, you've seen the pantyhose, but I don't problem. ever see a dick. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was um, do you know who he's supposed to fight, or is he just <laughs> announced he's going to fight? They have not said who he's going to fight yet. It's going to be through Triller, who uh, they promoted the uh, Tyson-Roy uh, Jones fight. It's going to be July 3rd. Um, that's all we know so far. Um, this is going to be his first fight in 13 years. He is now 48 years of age. Um, like Greg, I, too, do not understand why he's doing this, obviously, for the money. But he seems like he has enough money with all the promotion he's doing. Maybe losing Canelo is really hurting his pockets. Ah. Uh, Quick hits! Quick hits! <laughs> Greg, the WNHL had their championship. That is the women's national hockey, the National Women's Hockey League. They had their final yesterday. The Boston Pride defeated the Minnesota Whitecaps four to three in a closely contested final game of the season. Shout out to the Pride. Uh, also, Boston elected their first female mayor. Uh, little little news right there. Back in Boston, dude. All right. And there was some sad news that we discovered yesterday. Brennan, I'll let you take this away, buddy. Uh, Yeah. So um, 
My uh, college football coach, Howard Schnellenberger, passed away. Uh, this was on Saturday morning. And uh, if anybody has listened to the show for any amount of time, you know how I uh, feel about him. Um, he was not only, I mean, Joe, I know you know him from turning around the Miami uh, organization, uh, won their first national championship. I mean, they were fucking giving tickets away at Burger King before he got there. But he believed in staying uh, in Miami, staying in South Florida, recruiting from the South Florida base. Um, he loved players that were from Florida because he knew that there were a lot of athletes, uh, me notwithstanding, obviously. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I've talked about him before. Um, it's it's sad because he uh, he gave me you know an opportunity that I couldn't get anywhere else uh, as far as Division One football. Um, even though I wasn't a full scholarship athlete, and even though you know I didn't start, I barely played and stuff. It was still to be a part of that team, um, to build something, to be the youngest team to go to a bowl game, youngest team to win a bowl game. Uh, he did all that. That was uh, something really cool to be a part of. It, just sad that he's gone. You just, I mean, he wasn't in great shape when I met him 14 years ago, but you just thought someone like that was going to live forever. And he will, um, you know, he'll be remembered forever, but it was just sad news. So that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah. Sad news. Like Brennan said, uh, my only, I mean, I was not even born when Schellenberger turned over the Miami program, but through watching the U documentary, seeing this white guy big mustache and he being who he is. What deciding, the hell are you doing? Deciding to just, I'm going to recruit these kids that have not been given a chance and opportunity and I'm going to give them a way out and to turn over a private school into what it then became and the prestige that Miami now has and to recruit from the quote unquote state of Miami. Um, it isn't, it's his impact in that community is immense. And I know a lot of people were heartbroken when they found that out. I saw Dan Levitard post. I saw Barry yeah. Jackson post um, all the people who had interaction with him from the players to reporters. Everybody loved coach Schnellenberger. So as my, you can uh, see through Brennan's tears, my uh, favorite uh, Schnellenberger story that I have personally was uh perfect timing. <laughs> perfect was, um, timing. <laughs> We were in the middle of a, we called a toilet bowl. So it's when all the players that didn't start in the game have to play on uh, sa uh, Sunday, the Saturday after the game. And I tried to spin one time and he lost his mind. <laughs> he was like, hey, 42, what position do you play? And I was like, stopped. And I turned around. And I said, huh? He goes, what position do you play? And I said, fullback. He goes, then why the hell are you spinning? <laughs> Run through him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coach. <laughs> All right. Anyway, RIP. RIP, Coach Schnellenberger. Huge disclaimer. So, Tyler did not record locally, as you will find out. So, we took the Twitch audio. So, it sounds a little different, but the interview is great nonetheless. So, enjoy. The reason we said perfect timing was because we were greeted by double middle fingers. Uh, by our lovely guest, whenever he gets his mic up and running. Thanks for that, uh, Tyler. That was one middle finger. That uh, was two. You gave us two hands. Talking about the depth no, like of my this. college coach. Thanks, man. I thought it was both hands. You gave both nah, hands. Nah, 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 nah. You guys aren't worth two middle fingers. It's like oh, a, you, a single middle finger. <laughs> you dog. 
All right, folks, uh, you hear those dulcet tones, uh, Coco 6, Coco 9, the inventor of Coco 6 and Coco 9. Uh, one That's a president that at least seven people understand. <laughs> one president, Tyler White, coming in from California. We've been trying to book this guy for months and months, but gosh, he has a busy, busy workload. Busy life, a very forgetful brain. And uh, a fear of commitment. So uh, it makes me a nightmare guest. <laughs> yes. Uh, nightmare to book. I felt very pressured uh, to book him and to not annoy him to the point where he wouldn't want to be on the show. It was close, folks. Yeah, I, I felt I was teetering in the line. Well, if Tyler's here, everybody knows what that means. It's time to talk some baseball, baby. Time to talk baseball. Hit that organ. If <laughs> only oh, we had the organ <laughs> sound. What the fuck? I'll put it in a post. Um, so the MLB season kicks off this Thursday. It's opening day, folks. Spring is here. My grass is growing. I need money to pay my neighbor to cut my lawn. Uh, so you know it's only right that we bring back the defending world champion. Dodger fan Tyler White. Uh, it's a it's a thrill to be here. Thank you for having me, boys. Any time, uh, uh, any uh, excuse to flaunt my team's uh, Mickey Mouse championship. <laughs> uh, so, Brent, I'll let you start off with the first question you got for me. Okay, yeah. So, um, we have a little list of questions. Great lighting, by the way. We're gonna be a little bit more. Bro, do you want you want to look in my garage right now? This is I've been working on the truck for four hours. It, it's it's been a, it's been a day. But I'm how's I'm, the Amigo <laughs> doing, man? Dude, the Amigo. For those of you who don't who don't know, I can't imagine nobody is unaware of this. But I bought a 33 year old 1989 Isuzu Amigo. 89 before my birth that uh, only three years after mine that uh, does not pass smog. And so my brother and I have been in the process of wait, I thought down. you fixed it. it still hasn't passed, bro. We've been every time we fix something, we're like, oh, wait, there's something else. We got to We got to We got to Oh, fix it. Uh, and uh, you've given yourself a project. We took the fuel tank out today. The entire got under the car and lower down an entire fuel tank. And uh, I don't even know what a fuel tank looks like. That's it's like, it's like a big and this thing holds 21 gallons. So oh, like, I was going to say 16. Hoss. Damn. Uh -huh. no, 21, baby. Is this where the gas goes in the car? Yes. Okay. Also known as fuel. Brennan. It's What the Look, fuck? Could have been a lot. Could have been a lot of things. All right. Once you said no. the gallons, I was like, okay, maybe the gas. <laughs> couldn't, have, couldn't have been a lot of things. Which deal, which deal did you like more um, this off season? The Tatis or the uh, Mookie Betts deal? Of course, I'm going to say Mookie Betts. Okay, that's well, not not for the personal belief. The the the, the deals themselves being arbitrary, being arbitrary, being the, removed from the situation. What is the years and money for each of those? I forget. I mean, I, I believe know, Tatis the, is thirteen. He is a lot. Three forty, and I think Betts was ten three hundred. That was more than that. I think he's getting like forty million a year, right? Forty million a year. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, I mean, obviously the upside is probably Tatis because of how old he is. He's younger Thank you. than Mookie. Um, but I'm flipping this and sending it to Mookie. Mookie is a fully established, you know, top three player in baseball. And not that Tatis is far behind. Um, I yeah. 12 year, $365 million extension for Mookie bets. And what was it? And what's Tatis? I'm pulling it up now. 12, 13. 
340. 13, 360. 13, 340. 14. 14. Yeah, 340. And Tatis, Tatis is what, three or four years younger? Like uh, five years younger. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's, and he plays, he plays a premium position. He plays shortstop, which is going to be, you know, you, you can have him there for eight or 10 years and then slide him over to third base. Gives you more options than an aging outfielder, which will eventually, you know. Uh, but uh, Mookie seems to keep himself in great shape. He's a five-tool player. I mean, <laughs> it, it's I don't know. It, it, this is impossible. It, I just wanted to back you into a corner, buddy. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I would be happy with either of them on my on my team, and I feel very thankful that one of them is on my team. <laughs> okay. Um, now you alluded to this in our back and forth before. Give me your thoughts on the selling of your soul for one Trevor Bauer. <sighs> oh, with a deep sigh. So I have complicated feelings about Trevor Bauer because he's already causing a hubbub. But God, yeah. I should have led with this one. This was the lead question. And I skipped it. I don't know why you skipped it. Thanks for leaving it for me, though. He is a dingus for sure. He's just like <laughs> a certified dingus. Um, He has obviously a complicated and uh, controversial past with, with past with some of the things he's posted, which I fully agree that he should get uh, shit for. Um, he is he has been awful with like female reporters. He's made terrible off the cuff jokes that jokes that people shouldn't be making in his position. Um, I think that he understands how the game of baseball should be marketed. I think we talk about how we need to let the players have fun. And he is one of these people who has figured out he, he wants baseball for better or worse to be more like uh, maybe like WWE um, <laughs> in terms of access, access to players and like let people get excited and be silly and you know, whatever. But like to me, he's the kind of player that I always hated being on. I'd rather than be on my team than on someone else's team. But the stuff that he does of like the pitching three innings with one eye open and stuff, it's just like, <laughs> that's not being a bat flip is fun. A, when he, when he uh, was the last season or two seasons ago, when he turned around and threw the ball from the mound. Yes, over, that's when he got fielder, traded immediately. I, to me, that is much more in the, in the, in the scheme of like the bat flip territory where I'm like, fine, let people be like knuckleheads and flamboyant. The stuff where you're like blatantly, kind of showing up other people with the one eye thing or whatever. It's just like, you're just being an asshole to be an asshole. And some guys, I, one of my very good friends, uh, we played baseball a long time together and he's one of those. I, I, I saw him fully s- taken at bat, sitting on his bat in the box with his arms folded, sitting on his bat, daring the pitcher to throw, um, which is, I feel like Trevor would be like, yeah, that guy's great. Um, it bothered me to no end, but at least he was on my team. I, I don't know what to say. I'm going to feel happy when he gets us a win, but I don't feel great that like, it's the same thing when we got, I hated Manny Machado. We signed Manny Machado mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, maybe he'll like tone it down a little bit. And no, he was basically the same Manny. And then when the, you know, there was all the rumors about whether or not we were going to resign him. I was, I was desperately hoping we weren't going to, and we didn't, he went down to San Diego and good. Enjoy him. Um, I just, I hated his attitude. I don't think he fit with the team at all. And I'm curious to see what's going to happen with Trevor because we don't have Trevor on a one-year thing. We have him on a, a three or four-year thing. Three, yeah, I was say three, four years. Yeah, I was just looking up while we were talking some of the stuff that he's done. He's not a cool guy. No, he's a jerk. 
He's a jerk in the sense he's a jerk on and off the field. The off the field stuff is what I have an issue with. Some of the on the field stuff, I think is hilarious. Some of those controversies, I thought they were several different major league baseball players. And then as I was like, no, they're all all him. Oh, this is all the same guy. (laughs) He's like harassed women. He has like vaguely anti-Semitic stuff. Uh, He's um, he, he blocked my coworker because my coworker (laughs) tweeted at him about uh, he was he tweeted something about how like he's really smart and understands he has a scientific brain or something like that. Mm. And, and my coworker was like, Oh, like when you were playing with drones and missed the playoffs. Cause he, got, <laughs> that's right. You heard his finger. <laughs> he just like, how are you a major league baseball player? And your, your skin is so thin that a, it gets cut by drone blades and B nah. you can't handle someone tweeting at you about that. It's just like, I don't know. That was him when he played for Cleveland. That's hilarious. Yeah. When it first came out that he was going to the Mets, I was like, good. Not in our division and not on my team. And then (laughs) he was not going to the Mets. He was coming to the Dodgers. Well, did a whole production about it, too. Yeah. Well, it was a big deal. Speaking of all those big deals that you guys had, do you guys feel, um, do you, because I say you guys like you're on the team, but do you? He's on the team. Huge lifelong Dodgers fan. Holding out hope. Feel any pressure? to repeat this year with all the strife that you guys went through getting this championship? Uh, I would like to obviously, but not just because it's cool to repeat, but it would be nice to win the quote unquote Mickey mouse championship. And then also win the quote unquote, you know, a real one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think of course, I think of course it's gonna be a pressure, but I, I'm actually not sure that it's going to be more pressure than what the team was feeling before when they had, made it so close, you know, three different times. Yeah. Cause we talked about that last time you were on how it was so painful to get so close all those different times and then to finally win. So I, yeah, I couldn't imagine it's going to be more pressure now that you've actually won one. Yeah. And I think, I mean, they have the same core group of guys, obviously Kike is gone. Jock is gone. And Jock's going Jock to is gone. Chicago. Um, but yeah, you got to feel good if you're if you're the Dodgers. I mean, everyone has them as as the team to beat, which is always a scary position to be. It rarely, especially in a game like baseball, where you play as many games as you do, being the you know the top seed going into a season is never it's never the guaranteed uh, you know metric for success that it might be in other in other <laughs> leagues. Um, speaking of position, uh, David Price has already said that he's willing to come out the bullpen. Do you think he'll find himself either in the bullpen or as a starter or just floating around? I, the, the way the Dodgers manage their bullpen, I have I wouldn't be surprised if fucking Kershaw is in the bullpen for uh, for what? a week. Like they, I'm kidding, but they, they <laughs> oh you they had me run, there. I was like, they wait, run huh? dudes, they run dudes in and out of random spots. They they'll run with a six man rotation for yeah. So you guys got like eight starters. Yeah, they have too many guys, and I think look, if I'm David Price, I'm getting a bunch of money to what come and throw a couple innings a week. Okay, great. He clearly like he knows he's on the the sunset tour of his, of his baseball career. If being a relief pitcher gives him two extra years of baseball. Great. You know, yeah, I, do you think he could John Smoltz it and just become, cause you guys don't have a closer right now. I mean, Kenley's our closer. I, I think it's his, like I said, you don't have a closer right now. <laughs> I know. I know. Poor bastard. Um, I don't know if, I don't think David has, David, me, we're on first name basis. Yeah, of course. I don't, think Price, I don't think Price has has closer like vibe, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think being a closer, half the maybe ninety percent of it really is like having the juice. Um, you know, my personal baseball idol, John Rocker. Uh, you know, that's a guy. <laughs> 
got a chuckle out of Greg on that one. Um, <laughs> for the record, that's not true. Um, <laughs> I think that David Price is happy to be on the Dodgers as a team player. And like when he says he's happy to help the team in any way possible, I think he means it. Okay. Although he didn't help with the team last year because he sat out. Season, well, he so. paid all the minor leaguers because the team wasn't yeah, going to. So that was, tight. <laughs> that, was tight. that was tight by him, not tight by baseball. Exactly. The Marlins decided to pay all their minor leaguers. Just saying, Brennan, you got it. Um, <clears throat> what team outside of your division are you the most worried about as defending champions in the National League? In the National League, yeah. I mean, <sighs> the Marlins. You could say it. I I was just about to say <laughs> it's not the Eddie. Marlins. Eddie had a triple today, by the way. Hey, there you go, Eddie. Uh, Eddie's Eddie's getting some ball time, some play time. Also, we're number one in the Grapefruit League. Just here. is it cocky to say nobody? No, I'm. Oh, you son of a bitch! I don't have a hot take for who I like. I'm I'm so West Coast like baseball focused yeah. um, that I just don't really. I, like I'm not tuning in to watch a Cardinals Mets game to see who I should be worried yeah. about. No, in, I understand. Yeah. I, I look, I mean, the Mets, Mets did get Lindor. I mean, the Mets, the Mets have a great lineup except that they're the Mets. And then <laughs> the, you know, the Phillies, I think actually they have a really, you know, their, their first three rotation uh, is, is legit. Yeah. Nola. And if they're, if, else is there. if their lineup can put it together, which they, should be able to, they could be scary, but I'm not particularly worried about the Phillies. Um, the Cardinals, I mean, Nolan Arenado and who else do they Goldschmidt. have? Goldschmidt's he's on the downward trend, which is sad to see. Cause that guy's been so good for so long. Oh, so yeah. He deserves um, a lot better than Arizona. Um, I mean, uh, well in the AL, do you have anybody? Cause I mean, the blue Jays made a bunch of moves getting I mean, Springer. Obviously, the, Yan- the Yankees, if they stay healthy, Yanke- I don't trust stay, the stay healthy. I don't trust the, the Yankees. Yankees. Stay healthy. They're they're scary. Um, I think my heart always breaks for the Twins because I I really I just like the Twins and you know <laughs> they always find a way to just they're like the Mets of the AL. They just fucking twin it up. Um, <laughs> at least they're lovable loser. The Mets like. You don't like when Matt Harvey went yeah. back out there against Kansas City. It's like, eh, you don't deserve it. You don't oh. deserve this. <laughs> oh, Matt. Yeah, and I love Kenta Maeda, and he had such a great season with the with the Twins last year. So I'll always, you know, have a little soft spot for them. Okay. But I mean, the Rays. Uh, there's no reason to not be a little scared of the Rays again. Um, longer se- longer season, obviously, but um, you know, the, the Rays always seem to like be nipping at the Yankees heels. Like, and if the Yankees stumble, it, it's like the second someone gets hurt on the Yankees, it feels like they, the Rays always grab like three or four games and they start to like come back from behind and they, if the Yankees fall apart at all. Um, I think the Red Sox are. They're still I, not, they're not they're where not, they need to be. They're not where they need to be. I think that, I think the AL, I, I mean, Toronto, Toronto's exciting. Um, I love, you know, my boy, uh, Hinjin Ryu and mm. Bo Bichette is well, he's obviously, obviously one of the stars for the the future of the league. Um, I was watching a highlight in Vlad. Yeah. That oh, whole infill of juniors. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best. I saw, I saw a clip the other day of Bo Bichette hitting a, uh, 
just an absolute tater. And I thought the announcer was like, holy shit, but it was <laughs> boom as shit. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's good. Plus, are, okay. are they, are the Blue Jays playing their regular season games in the States? Uh, they may be in Buffalo at least for half the season. That's so weird. You got to be in Buffalo last year. They were in Buffalo last year and they made the playoffs. I, I um, will always, I will always have a soft spot in my, in my heart for the Blue Jays. Soft hey, spot for the Marlins. Oh, being Jesus the last, God. being the last Canadian team. <laughs> uh, I mean, giving us that moment when Batista hit that, that. Oh yes. And then giving us that playoffs. moment where, uh, my man Rudenego Dora jawed Batista. <laughs> but <laughs> spun his chain around his head. I, I I gotta give it up for the for the Blue Jays. Great, great uniforms. Oh, great, uniforms. great unis. The throwbacks are fantastic. The, the, the Blue Jays, I like the Reds, even when they go to the Reds. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, they have a great color pad. They have a great that blue That's jay the with them with the little with the, the, with, the with the canadian come on oh. <laughs> oh, scott's going on a tizzy right now we're talking about designs and also no one's <laughs> mad no one's mad if you're a like a blue jays fan like you could wear a blue jays jersey anywhere and no one's gonna be like hey what the fuck well, you know <laughs> yeah that's a good one right you got another one for him yeah i actually wanted to ask you um since I, uh, I've been out doing shows and stuff, but I'm in Florida. I know you're in California, so everything's a little bit different. Dude, do- you just dox me right now, like right on the somewhere out there. <laughs> um, but are you anxious, um, to get back into the ballpark? Are you like looking forward to it? I know you've talked before about going to games with your dad and stuff like that. Are you like really looking forward to it or you going to kind of ease back into it? Where, where do you stand? Not to get political, but where do you stand on just getting back out to events? Tyler, not get political. Last time he was stick, on the show, stick that needle, <laughs> stick that needle straight into me and get me into a stadium right now. No, they, should good, do a, they should do a, they should do a, a giveaway. Pay for a ticket, get a needle. Yeah, yeah get a, get a vax with, and I don't know what's going on with you guys out there, but like where vax I'm in a, Florida, vax in a butt. They're literally doing like you guys like don't have, have it, right? No, if they have too many vaccines, they just give them out. Like yeah. every single comedian, a friend of mine has gotten it already. Have you? Yeah, Johnson and Johnson, oh. baby. Okay, all right, Brennan's back. Uh, supposedly, supposedly, starting April fifteenth, they're opening it up to everyone okay. in, in yeah, California. Over here, like if they have extras, I guess at the end of the day they have to throw them away once they reach a certain temperature. That's so everywhere, Brennan. Just blasting it all over the internet, and we're just like people are just showing up, and they're like, "All right, see you later." Yeah, oh. they just run down the line, just tap, tap, tap. Yeah, tap, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. so I didn't know if you were. Ang- I didn't because I know some people are still a little worried. Um, about getting it back out into venues and stuff like that. So I didn't know if you were you were thinking about that or if you're just really excited to get the season going, get back to kind of no, some I'm not of normal. Oh, I, I thought he had more than no, I'm not. Um, no, I was like, I was waiting for more. Than no, that. I'm not. I'm not worried at all. I want. I want the vaccine. I'll take the single shot. I'll take the. Do- you can give me three shots. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Bill Gates can know anything he wants to know about me by tracking the nano, you know, nanotechnology in my blood. That apparently- yeah, we've all seen GI Joe. Tyler, yeah. we said don't bring it political. Sorry. Speaking of getting back to the ballpark, I have a pressing question. I need to know. Are you a fan of the wave? 
I have complicated feelings. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I just realized. Complicated feelings. Isn't have you been recording? You better have been recording. Me? Mm. No, I haven't been recording. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you guys are recording. I'm going to take this off to it. Um, what? Are you a fan of the wave? Uh, I think that the wave is good because kids like it and getting people to care about baseball involves bringing your kids to the game and the kids starting to enjoy being at the stadium. And if the wave is something that makes them like going to the stadium with their parents, then the wave is good. I think the wave, I think the wave is uh, annoying when someone in the section keeps trying to start it. And like, people are just like, we don't want to do the wave. (laughs) But when I was, when I was a kid and it's like the eighth inning and you're like losing like five to, you know, one or something like that. And it's just like a whatever game. And you see, you see some maniac out there in the outfield start running back and forth, getting the wave going. And the, you know that the only thing left on the night is dad's going to get you a chocolate malt and the wave. It's pretty good. <laughs> but now but now when it comes by, I'm usually one of these. I'm, oh, you're a one-hander? Sincerely, sincerely a fuck you to anyone who does this during the wave. <laughs> you gotta give us something. He crossed his arm, something. folks. You got to give us something. Yeah, you got it. You got to give some. I, I throw a two hand up. I'm here to watch. I'm here to watch the men play the boys game. I'm not here to <laughs> wave my arms in the air like some sort of baby. If I'm well lubricated, I'm willing to fully stand up, extend on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. Sometimes you're feeling saucy. Especially, well, okay, the wave really bothers me when we're playing defense. When the opposing team is at the plate, you're in the wave, and it's the most obnoxious shit. <laughs> but when we're up and the stadium's rocking, I don't give a shit. Go, go crazy. Was this um <clears throat> with the whole thing that was going on last year with COVID and everything and not being able to go to games? Did that affect how uh, your son is like feeling about baseball? Because I know it's weird when it like you know that's a quarter of his life almost where he wasn't going to games and stuff. Did that affect how he? I don't think enjoys it. I don't it? think it affected it that much because we we watch like no joke, probably 90% of the games. Okay. Okay. So um, he was still around it. He just wasn't going out there. Yeah. And stuff. I mean, we were only going to maybe two or three games, you know, a, a season like, with Oh, him. really? So, uh, I mean, maybe it was more, I don't know. I don't remember. I just, but, fi- I just figured as much as you love baseball, yeah. you guys were going like all the time. He works a full-time the job. Pr- right the pro- yeah. The problem is I usually don't get off work until, until yeah, you know, nine, you nine the full-time job. Sometimes. And then you've got, the, yeah, it's the called the late, show. late show. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So anything else, Joe? Yeah, I got a couple more here. Uh, with everything on the horizon, there's been back and forth division between the players and the owners and da, 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 da. Do you fear the possibility of another work stoppage after this year? I wouldn't be surprised if there is one. Everything seems to be trending towards that. I'm not going to pretend like I'm some sort of expert on the, the CBA on the CBA <laughs> and, and why that there is such a disagreement. But I think from everything that I've, all the tea leaves seem to be pointing towards that. Um, and I think if you, I mean, the economics of the game are kind of untenable, I think. I mean, we just rattled off and there's multiple guys that are making $30 plus yeah. a year in a sport that is still very profitable, um, but you, you can look, you know, every year there's a new, a new popularity of baseball and the blah, blah, blah is dropping, you know. Uh, so at some point, the owners owners are going to ask for something and the players aren't going to just give it. They're going to want to take. So, and uh, look, and I always side, I'm always on the side of 
of the labor. I think the uh, with I had a bunch of friends last year that were like, they were so mad when the teams when the players were like, we're not going to play unless you do X Y Z, you know, to like make the season safe or whatever. Yeah. And my, I had friends that were just like, dude, they owe it to us. I was like, fuck you, they don't. Owe <laughs> It. Tyler's a proletariat guy. And they're like, yeah, but they get paid a bunch of money. And I'm like, yeah. And they've earned every cent of it because that's the market that they're in. Don't you want to get paid the most for the work that you do? That's the market you're in. There's just happens to be paid so much. And why are you worried about what you're not? Worried why about are you pocket watching <laughs> the owner? Reagan and billions. Yeah. So they're like, well, <laughs> these guys make millions. Yeah. And the fucking owner makes billions. So what, what is the, what is your point? Yeah, it makes no uh, sense that people are always pro owner and not labor when they probably have the I most. I don't think it's, but I want to push back labor. on that. I don't think it's a pro owner thing. I think it's an anti labor thing. I don't okay, think pro anti labor. I think sure. they're just pissed off that these guys, like Tyler said, they're playing a boys game and they're making tens of millions of dollars. They're making millions of dollars. Off. Yeah, and I think that pisses people off. I don't think they're for the owners. I think they're just against these guys making that they, kind of money. But they're unintentionally for the owners. Like, yeah, I was about yeah, to say, but I mean, as yeah. a byproduct. Yeah. You know, yeah. as yeah. the only person here who played Division One. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh-huh. I thought he was going to say, as a pro-owner guy. <laughs> as a man who's owned a couple of fantasy teams in my life. Hey, you're the only as one. As a multi-time champion of fantasy football. Uh-huh. Yeah. As, you know, I can speak to that kind of stuff, you guys. Come on. All right. Tyler, do you have any questions for us? I don't have any questions for you. All right. Then get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I, well, thank I, you so much for joining us. Go ahead. Oh, he had something. So I did. My, my, my first brush with baseball this season has not been my men's league. That's still shut down. I was, 13, I was wondering. 13 months I haven't played baseball. Ooh. Very upsetting. Yeah, I'm going on 13. Uh, no basketball. Joe, you haven't done. Oh, we've been doing everything months? in Florida. Yeah, man. <laughs> Florida. I haven't done in the 13 months and 27 years. Yes. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Joe, you got to believe in yourself. I believe in you. Joe, can Eventually, you I'll get there. Uh, no. I can out jump you? Probably. You're also taller than me by like two inches. Yeah. <laughs> and guys named Brennan are, are, are you know, famous. More athletic than Joe's. We make the joke all the time because if you put our resumes on paper, you just look at us. Yeah, you, you think know. I played D one football? Yeah. No, that that guy's played D one football. <laughs> <laughs> I went to my so my baseball story real quick is I went to my ten year old nephew's uh, first baseball game of the season uh, on yesterday. On yesterday. On yesterday. Uh, and I, I could. Are you a baseball I, dad? When I played, when I played baseball, oh, here we go. Age, nine years old, <laughs> I definitely th- remember the games being like smooth and going <laughs> <laughs> us playing reasonably well. And then obviously watching this I was like, okay, I'm definitely looking through at my past rose colored glasses. glasses because <laughs> this is, this is madness. <laughs> and my father-in-law was like, so are you gonna, you know, are you gonna get Zach started soon? I was like, yeah, but like, He's five T ball. Like, like you've seen T ball like this. Is, yeah. That's not yeah. what I want to do with my Saturday. And like, is he really going to like learn anything, whatever? And, and he's like, well, you, you could coach the team. I'm like, Oh, I'm not, I don't want to <laughs> no. And then so I'm watching this game and I'm watching his coach. I'm watching my nephew play and the absolute ding dongs that run his team. The head coach is this 
ancient big fans of the show, by the way, ancient man. Like he's got to be at least 75. He coached my wife's brother. In <laughs> little, and he's like half bent over. He's just like a thousand years old. <laughs> Mike Sosha. He told he, he got these kids around. It's their first game of the season. He's like, all right, kids, we're not swinging till you got a strike on you. Okay. Like he's like, who gives a <laughs> shit about, about getting walks and getting on base to win this 10 year old baseball game. It, everything that this team and these, these coaches did was nothing to inspire kids to enjoy the game. And it was bothering mm-hmm. the shit out of me. And I was like, God damn it. This is what's going to happen. And I'm going to fucking coach. <laughs> you're going to go to like two games and be like, screw this. This is my team now. And not, and, and not out of a, like, I want my kid to be on a winning team, but like, I want my kid to be on a team that baseball is fun. Those kids were not having any fun. My nephew, my nephew let off mm-hmm. and the coach wanted him to bunt, even though the kid oh, could hit. Cause he Doesn't wanted he to look at like, analytics. You don't bunt anymore. <laughs> want him to get on base. Elijah get, he does. He walks cause everyone oh, walks yes. in this league. Cause the kids, the Nobody can get into the strike zone. Strike all, <laughs> all over the place. Um, the most thankless job in Little League is those those catchers, um, poor kids, oh. um, and the ump. But Elijah gets to second base, and then inexplicably, someone hit a ball into the outfield, and Elijah comes around and scores. Nice for his first time on base in the first game of the new season. He comes around and scores. Does he get a high five when he goes up to his coach? No. His coach stops him and goes, hey, next time you're on your second base, you need to be paying attention because you weren't getting, like, you didn't, like, get a lead after that like, one thing happened. Oh, oh my like, gosh. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, this is upsetting. It just, and it was just more of that. And then a kid who comes up, like, two batters later, looks at the first strike go by, right? Remember I told you? He, had, he was like, yep. hey, kids, we're going to let the first. He goes, <laughs> The coach goes, that was a pitch to hit, Kenny. Oh, come on. <laughs> now you're giving me mixed These messages. Kids are so confused already. And then, then the kid, the next pitch is probably about at his eyes. And he smokes it into the outfield. The only ball hit into the outfield of the day. Nice. Coach, that's out of the strike zone. You can't be swinging at that. Oh, so my kid goodness. got hit. He's nine years old. Do you know how hard eye hand coordination is at that age? I just, it was. It sounds like you're about to coach his. Team. Yeah, I was about to say you're about to go coach your nephew. See, <laughs> I just these these kids who are just like they're trying to remember everything. They've got their parents yelling at them from the outfield, saying like, "You got to keep your feet moving. Ball's coming to you." Oh, come on, you dropped like. And the coaches are like baseball isn't hard messages. as it is. Yeah, it's so dude. It's hard for me. And I'm yeah, I was extremely a, elite athlete. It's hard for <laughs> Bryce Harper. <laughs> I just extremely elite. Again, he's holding out that the Dodgers will call his phone. I took my I took my nephew aside after the game, and I was just like, I was like, hey, bud. I was like, great job. I'm so so fun to watch you play. Just lying through my teeth. Um, and he I was also like, was hey. a big fan of the show. I was like, look at me. I was like, you're gonna. He's like, I was like, you're hearing a lot of stuff out there, right? I was like, yeah. I was like just listen to some of it, but just please just have fun. This is just a game. Just like be silly, have fun, screw around on the field with your friends. Like that's what this, that's what this is. Like I just, I just, it, yeah, it, 10 years old is not you game to, 81 of the MLB season. Dude. It was such <laughs> a microcosm of what's wrong. Like just in general with our like with society. Comedy? No, with our society, but probably comedy too. It's just, 
and this wasn't this there was none of the like parents yelling at the umpires or 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 your parents yelling at the other coaches of the other team there was none of that stuff which is already another thing that happens in little league and i realized how lucky i was as a kid i had a, an amazing little league coach who was like let's just have fun let's have a blast taught us the fundamentals but i never got yelled at no one ever got yelled at if 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 we were bad we at the end of the game he talked to us like all right we got to work on this their coach before the game started was giving them shit for their their infield that the you know the little the toss around yeah he's like kids if that's how we're gonna play today we're gonna lose it wasn't impressive <laughs> wow what a dick I got Jeez, this high guy's school, terrible. But that's fine like we're supposed to be better in high school well, like, yeah just, but in high school you're playing for something one of the kids yeah. on the team was is seven he was filling in because they didn't have enough dudes i'm just like this is oh just, wow i just my little brother got a jersey it bummed me out so much. It just, oh God, it bummed me. I just wanted, I was like, next time we have Tyler on the show, he's like, guys, we're eight and oh, we're on the way to the championship. Do you know what we call little league baseball players? Quarterbacks. Once they get to high school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Florida, it, you're immediately going to go play another sport. It well, was like, like you said, if, if it's, if it's not fun when you're a kid, then you're just like, well, this is fucking work. I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, Tyler, I'm going to go play soccer, buddy. Yes. <laughs> it, it was just, I was like, this is why the sport is dying. These kids aren't f- having fun. There was no laughing. There was no, there, there wasn't a single kid cheering for any of their teammates God, on either so team. In there were no backflips. <laughs> there was no like, yay. There's no, hey, better, better, better. Hey, better, better, better. Hey, oh. better. The amount of that I've, that is burrowed into my head from my years of little. They need to go watch the Bad News Bears or just, one of my favorite movies, Hardball. Oh, don't, dude. We don't need to talk about Hardball. I'm not trying to cry on your podcast. <laughs> it just bummed me Love out. Love hardball, man. It just bummed me out. You have to um do the uh, Ivan Drago thing with Zach then. Just like keep him at the house and teach him everything <laughs> about baseball and don't let him play any Little League. And then when it's time for high school, he just comes out and he's like, if he well, dies, he's a monster. <laughs> just walks out. Like a monster. Walks in as a freshman in high school at like six. Uh, you're like, what? Six, three, six, four. He was, he's going to have Tyler's height. So yeah, he walks in at like six, one as a freshman and he's like, just throw a 93. Yeah. Just cheddar on the radar. They're going to be, be like, careful. where did this you kid might, come from? You might hit him. At, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. He needs to watch the Sandlot. That's another one. That's another good one. Thanks. You Karen. But yeah. They need to watch uh, the movies to really know what it's all about. And this coach sounds like a terrible. It's, it's coaches from the before, game has passed him by <laughs> from before movies existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This, coach, this, 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 this reminds me of uh, the Tony LaRusso that got signed to the yeah. White Sox. <laughs> like, uh, this is, I don't know if this is the right move, that, guys. This, I heard this phrase verbatim. I think he's going to have trouble connecting with the younger players. <laughs> yeah. Like you think when T when Tim Anderson gets up there, it's going to be like, I don't know if this is the right move, fellas. So yeah, Tim Anderson throws a bat out of the stadium after his first home run of the year, and then just stares at Tony the entire way around the bases. (laughs) I hope he wears his chain every game. I hope he wears the home run chain just as his accessory. Oh, that's going to be a fun team. I'm really upset that uh, Eloy Jimenez is going to miss the whole year, but yeah, they really need to take him out of the outfield. I don't know why he's just not their DH at this point. What did he tear? His labrum or something? Uh, his pectoral. Ah, uh, yeah. Where did you, it was ah, a, where did you just his, point, Joe? His pectoral. 
Oh, okay. Just make sure. I, 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 I lifted my arm. <laughs> I lifted my arm to get to my pink <laughs> Oh, yeah. Bad. No, he was bad. going for uh, he was going for a ball that went over the fence, and then like he hung on the fence. Basically, ooh, he did ooh. the Vince Carter on the yeah, fence, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he tore his pec. Like he he's in, he's not the smartest outfielder. They need to not put him out there. He's not out oh, yeah. there to be smart. He's out there to be an athlete, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's out there because he has a good bat. <laughs> he shouldn't be out there is the thing. Damn. But yes. All right, yeah, Tyler. Fun, man. Thank you yeah, so this much. This was good again, on, buddy. Thanks hey, for uh thanks for bearing with me uh for the the multiple weeks of a last it minute. Like, Dude, I timing. can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it worked out perfectly. Well, you if we want to reveal, you had the Grammys, you had two birthdays. It, it was valid excuses. Valid excuse. Also, you didn't say if you told the Grammys about my album or not, but you know, we can talk about that off here. I did not tell the Grammys. Uh, <clears throat> that's mostly because I had no uh, you know, I, I was I was knocking I uh, dude, I was knocking down doors. <laughs> I I was at the Staples Center. I'm in the background of the when they were doing the the, the police brutality scene. Oh office. really? I'm in the, the little baby trying, thing trying to get to Get to the producers. Mm. They won't let me in. Yeah. I thought the Grammys were tight. What did you? What did you think? They were pretty solid. Um, right? I watched some of the performance the next day. I really liked the Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. I liked the little baby performance. I liked um, what's my guy Harry Styles. I liked his mm-hmm. performance a lot. The whole um, vibe. It was, a, it was a great vibe. Them. Yeah, I, they I, need to do it like that going forward. Honestly, I don't think I, I don't. I, I didn't think they didn't have the. This is not part of the show, but this is part of the show. Like, the giving out awards part perfectly. They'll never, in. They'll, no show will get that done. But it was a much more enjoyable watch than than it has ever been in the past. And I've been to a Grammys live. Ooh, Bruno Mars hey, performed with uh, what's his name? Were you right next to Beyonce? I, I, Beyonce did walk past me. <laughs> okay. And I never under like I I under I appreciate and understand Beyonce, but I like you know the whole like she's a goddess thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that until I was in a room where she walked past and everyone was like. <gasps> <laughs> she does have a different aura about her when she walks past. So, yes. I went to a concert of hers with the ex girlfriend of mine, and she literally like froze for like twenty seconds. I'd be like, "Are you gonna survive this?" <laughs> Our seats weren't even that close. Like we had good seats, but they weren't that good for her to lose her breath and like start crying. I was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that's great. Anyways, okay. yeah, that's why I wasn't here, but now I'm here. And right. Anything here. to plug, buddy? Uh, just my podcast that costs five dollars a month. <laughs> I wonder what Zach. What is about that podcast? Twenty dollars a month. What? what oh, Zach thinks you are an absolute idiot. Like, he was like, "Those other people were suckers," but that Brennan guy. And so, like, Brennan, I I, re- I regret to inform you. There's some other people that uh, that are spending a significant more amount a month uh, for. I don't know what reason, but I appreciate wait more that. than me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, those people covering people at this. There's point, some so. people. There's some people dishing out. <laughs> well, I yeah. The, the name of this podcast is the after disaster for those that are uninitiated. Oh, yeah. um, but we are initiated. I'm hoping Tyler promotes this episode before it goes behind the paywall fully. We'll see. Uh, we'll see I what happens. Maybe it's like last time. <laughs> <laughs> where he doesn't say it for two weeks until Anderson says he's on. <laughs> and then Mike Carano brings up Tanya's podcast and he goes, Oh yeah, I was on a podcast. Let's talk about Tanya's though. Get buried. Yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I don't have anything to promote besides besides my 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 podcast that is it's only available at patreon.com slash after disaster. Uh you can follow me on Instagram, Tyler Ruins Film, because I've abandoned my other account mostly because okay. I don't 
have the password and I was sick of seeing all the things that my friends posted. Um, uh, you can you can check me out on the streets driving an Amigo that will hopefully pass smog in the next three days. And What uh, happens with that? Can you just not drive it or do you have to... I will have to like... Pay a tax or something. Or something no, sort. it just means it can't go on the streets and I can't fully register until it does pass smog. So okay. I can... I can I can have it towed somewhere and worked on, or I can go to the DMV and get single day driving permits to like take it places oh to get it God. tested. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole thing, but Hey, California's air used to be uh, pretty Way worse, pretty, you're pretty Brown and now it's pretty clean. So, oh, that's cool. you know, a lot of that's COVID too. It's yeah. a it's a little, uh, you know, give it lockdown. Perfect. Kind of lockdown. Uh, and oh, at Tyler God. ruins was it TV on at Tyler ruins TV on Twitter. If you want, if you care, if you want to see me tweet things like molasses gang, where are you at? And then immediately then post about like, I can't believe Mitch McConnell's doing this. And then I post <laughs> it like, is, it is very, <laughs> wow. Here's a funny song from the eighties that I like. And then, and it then is, another, uh, like, I get whiplash following your tweets. It's, I don't know. It's all over the place. Bring back hashtag, bring back the sex man, baby. The sex man. Hashtag Tyler time. I just listened to that. Behind the PayPal. The PayPal. PayPal. He's in prom springs behind the PayPal. Those hornies are coming back. Those hornies are coming back. I'm getting the hornies. And do you want to compensate cheers from the press box? We do accept PayPal. So just remember that. Thank you again for coming on. Thanks Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Greg. Uh, Always a delight. We'll have you back on eventually. Like I say, once the mom is number one and hitting homers. That's my my sign off on this show. (laughs) That's the name of the episode. I'll remember the name of the episode this time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, keep dunking Farzad into this. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Thanks. All right, buddy. Were you, you recording? I still don't know if he was. No, I wasn't recording. Oh, geez. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll figure you it out. The, you got to use the Twitch mix. Yeah. Sorry. I got to use the Twitch mix. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just comes in double middle fingers. It's and not then my he fault. Does you, didn't, you didn't send me a thing saying, hey, I thought, we're locally. I did laugh. I thought you'd just assume. Look, uh, have I been doing a podcast 11 years? <laughs> yes. Do I know how to do it? <laughs> no. That's why it's All magic, right. baby. Get out of here. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Send, who do I send the invoice to? Uh, Joe. Farzad. No, Farzad. Yeah, okay. Farzad. Yeah, right. <laughs> Farzad. See you guys. See you. Later, man. <laughs> Woo, that okay. was fun. That was fun. Uh, all right. Greg, hit the press conference. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> Brennan, can we find you performing anywhere? Uh, yeah, so uh, BrennanTComedy.com. I've got dates coming up. Uh, dates, uh, I'll be in Jacksonville Thursday, Palatka Friday next week. I will be Ooh. in Branford on Wednesday, April 7th. And then uh, back in Jacksonville, I believe the... Eighth, which is a Thursday. Excuse me, that one's going to be in Orlando. I'm sorry. Okay. The show on the eighth is in Orlando. Uh, check out my website, brennantcomedy.com, for all my upcoming dates, everything like that. Also, you can check out my other podcast, Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I have uh, actors, Big comedians, this musicians. Week. Huge episode this week. I'm joined by Matt Fulshron, the full charge. <laughs> Um, talk a lot about comedy. AKA the concierge. Uh, yeah, aka your baby's father. He's been on uh Comedy Central. He has his own Comedy Central presents, tours with Daniel Tosh and Tom Segura all over the world. So he was my guest this week. That was a lot of fun. 
Um, that's it. Brennan T comedy on all social media. Also just a real quick uh, correction and retraction. Last week I shouted out Tyson Alulu for coming back to the Jaguars. He bailed on that deal, deal oh, and resigned did. with the I did Steelers. See that. I so did see that. I'm retracting my shout out last week for you, Tyson. <laughs> even though I'll see you at first watch soon. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. All right, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can check out my hip hop album TV by Headphone Joe. No, all no e. Uh, do another show on this network called Who Does a Podcast where you discuss Hamilton and history. That's pretty dope. Uh, Bre- uh sorry, Greg. Uh, everything you need stuff. to know about the Anulo network you can find at anulo.co. So check that out. Thank you very much. All right, and Brennan, take us out. This is why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out, Coach Snow Dog. Miss you, man. Rest in peace. Beautiful. And we're out. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.